0: You're listening to the Astrologic Lab podcast. This is episode number 112. Okay, recording yeah. is in progress.
1: We're here. here today. Yeah. Full moon. Full moon's car out there last night. She was looking real pretty.
0: I know. Yep. Well, and we've got every kind of weather happening every three minutes here <laughs> in Pacific <laughs> North fucking west.
1: So Snow. stay tuned. <laughs> Everything from sun to snow in a 24-hour period.
0: It hailed and then was sunny and then was raining and then just stopped with sunny again.
1: It had an Um, entire year's worth of seasons. entire year's worth of seasons. Yeah, so
0: we get to experience it all. (laughs) Which, yeah, anyways. Welcome to the Astrologic Lab podcast. Um, My name is Jennifer and uh, I have a Virgo sun. A Leo Moon and a Gemini Rising, and today I think that that means that um, I can handle everything, everywhere, all at once, which is also the name of a movie I saw this week, which I highly recommend about the <laughs> multiverse um, and how you know it's it's very absurdist, which I'm uh. super into um, absurdist philosophies. So there you go. That's the that's the the philosophy of the flavor of the month, absurdism
1: fabulous. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. And I'm Lindsay. I have a Pisces sun and a Capricorn moon and a Pisces rising. Um, and today I'm, you know, today I'm understanding that I often am my own buzzkill and that, (laughs) My Pisces, oh, like my Pisces side, comes in with all this, you know, these fantastical sort of interests. And very often, my very practical Capricorn side will come in and give me a rational smackdown. And sometimes that's not fun. And I'm going to keep what I'm personally thinking of and relating that to right now to myself, just because I'm not trying to kill anybody else's buzz so i'm just gonna leave it at that sometimes i am my own buzzkill right i harsh my own mellow harsh your own mellow (laughs) well you know we all gotta do that sometimes i think
0: so this week just you know the transits of this week right now we have this jupiter neptune conjunction in pisces and it is a fortunate vibe right Mm. It's one of fortune, but sextile to Capricorn energy, which has Pluto going on, right? Pluto mm-hmm. in Capricorn, um, you know, we're transforming structures. It's a lot of fucking work. Mm. Transferring something that's solid is a lot of work. So I think a lot of us are really exhausted mentally, <laughs> mentally physically, emotionally, spiritually.
1: And yeah.
0: um, as Jupiter conjunct Neptune, um, many of us got, I think, um the kind of psychic protection that was needed in order to maybe insulate some of that but I think it's interesting that you received that as like I'm my own buzzkill and maybe maybe the reframe is like I the the groundedness of it just helps I don't know because we we can't yeah no
1: no the the way I reframe it um so that i don't sink into a depression. yeah. <laughs> is that here yeah, that's, is that's that, what I'm um, here for lindsay let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, is that i i am good at peeling additional layers of my self-awareness onion mm. that get me closer to the core of who i really want to be and am meant to be. Um, so that I am living a life of full integrity. Yeah. And so sometimes that means that, like, I have to get real about a habit of mine and kind mm-hmm. of go, gosh, you know, the, the negatives really do outweigh the positives here. And if I'm going to live in my truth, I can't continue in this practice. And that can be either, you know. It, it, it usually rate relates to some sort of issue around consumption for me, yeah. whether that's the way I'm shopping or the way I'm eating or the way I'm consuming media. It's that's where I'm at. And it, yeah. Yeah, it can be kind of a buzzkill when you're yeah. like, shoot, this thing that is really giving my brain some chemical pleasure. Is right, it's like you have to be like, I've got dopamine in alignment.
0: maybe. Yeah,
1: it's actually not even alignment with who I pretend to be. Fair. So those yeah. kill, but yeah. also peeling the onion. And mm-hmm. it's a good thing to shed that layer. It's a good thing to be the snake that sheds the skin and has a beautiful new set of scales. Um, yeah all shiny and new all shiny and new that's the
0: you know we had this new moon in Aries uh two weeks ago you know if you didn't listen to that podcast it's still relevant I think you can go and listen to it and see how we kind of were processing things at that time um you know we're going to talk about the full moon in Libra that's coming really quick tomorrow as we record this and yeah so it is it's one of those where this week as the Neptune conjunct Jupiter I think a we needed to, um, face some of the delusion that we have around what we are consuming and how it affects us. I think that's really valid. Um, and I, a lot of, I think it's really important part of the conversation. If, if, you know, our dear listeners are not here yet where they hear you say like consumption versus right. The things Mm -hmm. that you're like, Oh, we were, before we were recording, you were talking about being productive and So what is it, you know, consumption versus production versus rest, maybe. And like to be a whole ass human, you need all those things. And and if they get out of balance, you can feel them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really great to, yeah, like stay human and feel those layers kind of peeling and saying, okay, I'm going to take a beat with this type of consumption because it seems to be taking my attention away from what I really want to do and show up as. And I think that's a beautiful reflection, and especially as this time, like we are, we are tuned in to that divine higher self with Jupiter conjunct Neptune mm-hmm. and Pisces. That's what it's there for. It's like tune into your higher self. Like, what is your higher self saying? What What can you you, you like observe about yourself without judgment? Right? You don't have yeah. to judge. It's like it's very human of us to to have um, a cycle where we are maybe consuming um you know I like I I I often say like I have a very strict news diet right Mm. like thinking about um consumption of art right like when I went to Boston a few weeks ago or a month ago now we went to the Mm -hmm. Boston um Museum of Fine Arts and I was like I hadn't consumed that much art in so long and I was crying the entire time I was sobbing sobbing oh and and going to a concert or going and consuming something that is an experience and a, yeah. or, you know, anyways, a co- yeah. There's, there's so many ways to kind of look at that. And I, I love that. Um,
1: frame. Yes. Everything so said, we're talking I'm about like... the
0: full moon. It's going to happen on the 16th of April. Mm-hmm. And um, a full moon in general is about full illumination, gratitude, something coming to fruition. What do you what What
1: words do you like? Um, Completion full moon to me always means completion Mm -hmm. of a cycle, which I love to think about. Just like in the context of what we were just talking about, is like I I don't ever see time as particularly linear. And there's a lot of cycles in time, right? We see it in our chart, but also in this idea of like the layers of self-awareness or whatever, it's not like any of us are perfect. So oftentimes like we will we will just kind of repeat the cycle of this thing yeah. being shown to us over and over again until we become self-aware of it. And so, you know, that prevents me again from depression like don't beat yourself up if you find that like the cycle has come back around and once again Lindsay we are going to blink this neon sign in front of your face until you get it and uh and then it goes a little different I think each time Mm
0: -hmm. you know it's like it's it's not the same always
1: no it's not the same there's a lot of common themes just in my life and i think that's true of all of us right otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have all these world religions and philosophies that right, yeah. about like hey remember who you are on a divine level and that's your key to get out of this fucking mortal prison you know flesh and society prison we're all in like there wouldn't flesh be like, literally prison. so many religions <laughs> centered around this idea of like this is your way out of, you know, either eternal damnation or hell here on earth. So uh, I've been really
0: fond of the, like, just remembering that this is a late stage capitalist hellscape.
1: Yeah, let's, yeah, let's all remember that when we are trying to attach words like depression, anxiety, and other things to our being. Those are not, This Doesn't is not so- who you are, but you are living in late stage capitalism, and that <laughs> yeah, this is systemic. <laughs> that needs it's not, to be not honored it's
0: like, Maybe it's maybe it's her. Maybe it's late stage capitalism. Yes, like, yes, yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but like back to the full moon and what that to is full that that's a good today. time if for you an epiphany like this comes up like it did for me if that kind of thing that is the perfect thing to put in a journal and yes. to look at this time and look at the completion and and instead of like I'm saying like dwelling on it as a, like I'm going to beat myself up over the fact that I haven't learned the lesson until right now and maybe this this will not be the last time I right. this um, lesson. I know that much I this is, you know, I know it'll come back around at some point I'll yeah. forget and maybe I'll just be lucky if the time distance between those slips uh gets a little further and further apart that right. that's that's a better you can receive it with more grace next time. i can receive it with more grace each time um but yeah so this is a great practice over you know full moon see this cycle is now complete and so any of these things if i want to see it as complete write write it down perform whatever ritual suits you we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. you know i i'm a big fan of the writing things down and lighting them on fire method. I know, I we're having <laughs> um, we're having <laughs> Easter <laughs> at my
0: house tomorrow. Um mm-hmm. uh well, Easter as pagan festival as it can get. But um yes. But we <laughs> because it's the full moon, I'm going to have some bay leaves out and we'll mm. burn them that evening, you know. Um so we're going to have, you know, I'll just invite people to write down something they'd like to let go of. Um oh. and so
1: how lovely
0: yeah i I will not be when you burn them and that's just my favorite thing
1: because they really
0: tell you (laughs) they really tell you what to do in something you know Mm -hmm. so um this full moon though in in the astrological you know chart of it it's happening in a t-square right there's there's pluto Um, So the full moon, the moon is in Libra, the sun is in Aries, and those are in opposition. That's what a full moon means, right? When Mm. when the sun and the moon are opposite of the zodiacal wheel. Um, And so, of course, then we can kind of understand this full moon from the perspective of the archetypal polarity, which is Aries being the I am, the self, the ego, um, the warrior, you know, what are you fighting for in your life? Who do you want to be? How do you want to express yourself? What's your truest expression, right? And this is a a seed we kind of all planted on the 20th of March when we entered Aries season and and Mm -hmm. more solidified, um, as the new moon in in Aries happened, what, on the, was it the 30th Mm. of January, something like that, and so now, um, two weeks later, um, the, the, the sun has stayed in, in Aries, right? Cause that's where the sun and the moon conjunct for a new moon. And then the moon travels down to the other side of the wheel and is now in Libra and will be, um, in opposition, um, tomorrow, the, well, the 16th and it's mm-hmm. at 11 55 AM in Pacific standard time. So that's a really good time to do your burning. If you want to be really precise about it. You want to access your Virgo preciseness. Um, if you don't, you you fight. You really, literally have two weeks until the new moon. The whole waning cycle can be for release, and you really don't have to get it right on the full moon, right? You don't have oh, to. Yeah. No. But, but then we've got um, uh, the sun is in that fire cardinal sign Aries. The moon is in that cardinal air sign Libra, and then we've got. That splits the difference at 90 degrees. We've got Pluto in Capricorn mm-hmm. at 26 degrees. It's it's a you know it's or 28 degrees. It's nearly exact of a square to both the Sun and the Moon. Mm. So, squaring aspects are challenging aspects. They're conflict. They're confrontational.
1: Um, mm. They often
0: have to be kind of they they kind of are like a sticking point. It's sticky energy. It's stuff that's not easy. And so, you know, tomorrow as the moon is full, you might run into very sticky things that have to do with institutional, traditional, authoritative structure, Pluto in Capricorn coming at this, I am myself, the sun in Aries. This is where I get my vital energy from. Mm -hmm. And the moon, my emotional awareness of, we're all in this together. Yeah. And everything Uh is possible to be kind of mutually beneficial, which is the, the aim, especially emotionally of a moon in Libra. And so that Pluto energy is like, I want to transform this. How do we, you know, the, the question is how do we make this good for everyone and not lose myself because the sun in Aries, you can't fucking lose yourself. If you're, if it's like, it's like a choir. Or a team, right. or whatever. Right, if you lose your tone. You lose your part in it. Then yes. you're no longer a, a kind of biodiverse, um, you know, constellation of flavors, right? It's like right. it's like it's. There's so many metaphors here. It's like when you're cooking, you know, sure. you need. Made- the bay and the salt and the oregano and the cumin. And the, you know, yes. and if you leave one thing out, you're like, oh, that's not there. Or if they're out of balance in some way, right? So you need to be yourself, stop abandoning yourself in terms of, and I say this to myself, right? But I also shout it to all, anyone who's listening because we all do this, I think. We get into a group that maybe we have to be a little more confrontational in order to be ourselves. And we don't know how to do that easily without maybe burning it all down. That's what I do. I usually just come in like it's hot, Mm. Um, (laughs) which, you know, I'm trying to be a little more conscious about that, but I also am not willing to change my hat for anyone anymore. It's like, you meet me, you meet me. If I'm feeling different, that day, I'm feeling different that day, but that does, but I'm not going to be like, oh, let me try and be this thing for you or them yeah whatever
1: 100 percent. yeah I tend to just quietly avoid people once I've figured out that they will not accept me as I am I don't know but I just yeah for a long time have just been kind of like well this is what it is you can take it or leave it like (laughs) yeah yeah I'm very happy with the people in my life who have chosen to take it
0: and like me because I love them back and yeah, people will be with family. This I'm not week very flavor. likely.
1: I'm not everyone's flavor, and that's yeah. Okay.
0: I'm not everyone's
1: favorite. Yeah, I'm not everyone. I mean, you're you're one, so. you're one of my favorites. You're one of my favorites. Well, good good thing since we're right? doing this. <laughs> Yeesh, <laughs> we
0: know. Yeah, I have a lot of favorites, so like, I'm not I'm not lacking in feeling. Yeah, connected. well, that's that's so really whenever anybody's like, you're not my thing. I'm like, cool, cool. I'm not everyone's thing. Didn't, yeah yeah so yeah maybe it may be it may be a good time to really notice mm. you know noticing who you are in the midst of groups that are uh, you know either traditional in a way that you grew up right traditional in a way that is systemic right right traditional or or so- solid in a way that is um compulsory all these things that are, yeah. you know, we kind of, I, I keep thinking of like, cause I've been watching Bridgerton. I keep thinking about the scene between lady Danbury and lady Bridgerton where they like break roles and like, nobody's breaking the role of like, I'm a lady and I go and I do this thing and here's my, hmm and everyone's like, you know, playing the role of what, and, and everybody's uh-huh. got this role and you know, it's obviously behind doors causing suffering. Right. Yeah. Um, But everyone's collectively in on this farce. Mm. And we had the lab class about the new uh, Jupiter Neptune conjunction. And we collectively kind of came to this point. We were like, oh my God, like, we're not going to role play as a functioning human being anymore. You get me as the chaotic fucking soul I am. And and guess what? We're all better for it. If you come at me yes. and you're like, "Yeah, here's me today." I'll be like, "Cool. I look forward to meeting the you tomorrow." And I'm not going to script you or yeah. we'll put you into this box because you are magnanimous and dynamic and fucking amazing and we get to evolve and shift endlessly and it's so oh. temporary.
1: You are like everything you're saying is so resonating with what I've been contemplating about the collective lately, which has been this idea of like, what does it really mean to foster cooperation as opposed to competition, which I think is very ingrained in the American way. It's considered essential for capitalism and essential for innovation. And I do not agree with that personally. I believe in cooperation as a source of innovation um, that is more sustainable. And like i've simultaneously i've been listening to this really great podcast kind of about um cults and um from two women who uh grew up or or were impacted by cults and and just other kind of systems of control in different kinds of relationships um it's called trust me is the name of the podcast it's really fun but they brought up this idea or, or a guest on one of their episodes brought up this idea of like, you know, it's not, it's, if we look at people who disagree with us on the political spectrum in particular right now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And we
1: decide, well, they're not even worth arguing with. Right. She, this, this person was someone who escaped a cult and she was like, I just really encourage you To never look at a person who is lost in some sort of cult, whether it's a cult of idea or otherwise, I discourage, I encourage you to not just write these people off and to have a conversation because you never know, like maybe you're the person they needed to meet for the light bulb to go off for them to realize, oh my God, I'm in a cult. Like, (laughs) 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 <laughs> and like, people can change their minds if people yeah. can escape these really, really extreme indoctrination cults, yeah. people can escape the trappings of declaring themselves a Democrat or a Republican and sticking to this cult of political party without being... Cr- Critic, you know, critical of their own leaders that's cult behavior, right? You are if you're willing to say, I'm a liberal and I'm a conservative, and then not question the belief system and be made to feel like if you do, you are out um, of the club, yeah. And and you're you're, you're either for us or against us, you're for us, or this is that's. is that cult. true? That's the cult mindset. That is the cult mindset. And, um, we live by that because it breeds. Oh, this, this nation loves cults. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, yeah, this nation loves cults. So, yeah. well, um, if, yeah, and it, it loves cult behavior. It loves indoctrination. It loves, yeah, loves cult behavior. You know? it, it, that's you know. fascinating. So, so that's just something that I'm keeping in mind as it relates to cooperation in a community where it's like, um, and I want to, I want to like memorize it, like a mantra, what she said about like how to respond when somebody around you says something that's really like outlandish or even offensive to you. And I think it was just as simple as like, can you explain to me why you think that? Right. And just like, okay not and argue not come in with start, like, and then wrong. start by being the listener like yeah. give the other person the floor first until yeah. they've kind of worn themselves out a bit honestly and then I, and then, just think, you, can, and then you can ask questions that tell me more yes i have an experienced that that's so interesting yeah and that's I, changed every conversation how, I've had with my father. Can you tell me how you came to understand the, it that yeah. way? Yeah. Because um, at the heart of us, I don't, I don't think any of us are really that different from one another, but there sure are a lot of people in a lot of different kinds of cults. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and we're all like... And I've been guilty of it. I'm not, I'm not saying that as if I'm above it. I have right. to Right. Well, no, we're in cults. Like we just yeah, don't yeah do I've, right? I've escaped quite a few, I feel yeah. like, especially cults of like pop, pop culture cults right. or pop, you know, things around. Yeah. Definitely politically too. Definitely. Yeah. There well, was a time it, in my life where I, you know, would just like mindlessly vote down ballot of like, you know, party line or whatever. And, um, you know but yeah no longer like yeah I'm you know, definitely past that why, point where I'm like I identify I don't identify with any current no already. well
0: that's the thing is like self-identifying um is an evolution right and right if like when I think about like we did um we did a class on Uranus and we talked about it being the counterculture you know and Uranus right, and Taurus right now this epoch of uranus and taurus the last time this happened was the great depression right and um you know the, the the understanding of like the cult of personality the cult of culture the cult of like media and and even the Celebrity. cult of capitalism like let's just, you know it's a cult oh yeah so, Patriotism. It, it is, it's, it's like Patriotism whole, whole behavior is, is encouraged yes for sure and 100 saturn in aquarius and all That that um Jupiter conjunction at zero degrees Aquarius, I think we're just beginning to awaken to the dark side of Aquarian age. Because everyone talks about the Aquarian age as being like this really enlightening period, Mm. which it is. However, hive mind, mob mentality all gets cult behavior, all gets all gets um, you know, a check mark from Aquarian, because it's like, oh, let's make sure it's good for everyone. Well, that means that some people have to fucking you know not uh be so individualistic right right why there is on the light side if there's values of individualism but that can get very um individualism can get fucked up too and yeah listen yeah noam chomsky has really great neoliberalism philosophy if anybody wants to go down that rabbit hole i highly recommend noam chomsky and his like, big time. You know, Agreed. counter to you know neoliberalism and all of that being like the answer to conservatism. You know, yes.
1: Progressive,
0: progressive means we are living documents. We're figuring things out. I think that's what that means. But I often self-identify as an anarchist and an agnostic because I'm pretty much agnostic about everything. I train my brain to be curious because really? I know that we are beings of confirmation bias and i i as i've gotten older recognize so many ways that i we all do this it's very easy and it's what it is it's what we do so i know that that's part of me so when i get up against something that feels uncomfortable or untrue i i try my fucking damnedest to question that and it is hard (laughs) to and it's interesting to listen to how people got to where they got and that's yeah. a really beautiful, really helpful question when you are faced with somebody who's kind of said something that's just "quote unquote" ridiculous. Um,
1: yeah. Or for you, know, you, you're just like, I can't even believe that you would believe such a thing. That's so outlandish. That's like, right. how does you fall for it? That. How do you believe? You know this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever it right is, away. they
0: won't. You won't ever kind of get to a place where they'll share themselves. So it's good to probably come at it and say you know tell me more about that that seems I haven't experienced that and I have no idea. you know I'd love to know how you came to that conclusion
1: that is that curious stay curious um yeah you're definitely not gonna you know change any I it's just you're not not out here to like try to change any hearts or minds right like
0: yeah you know I did that I tried to do that a lot in my 20s it was very frustrating
1: Oh yeah. And I then mean, my thirties, I just kind
0: of stonewalled it. And then now I'm, I am, I'm much more if I can, if I can decade it, I don't know yeah. if it's like clear decades, but like just thinking of myself that yeah. I've been and the way that I converse with people and yeah, curiosity has been so such a wonderful tool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I was just thinking back to like my past self in that kind of age 16 to 22 era (laughs) and being just so militantly dug into my opinion that I had no problem calling people who disagreed with me um you know as if they were low of lower intelligence like just totally haughty totally arrogant totally dug in um yeah 100% I would have like loved i i would invite arguments at right inappropriate social functions so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i still kind of do that but i think i do it much better my i think
1: that yeah yeah no i i I, I let that go i let that go became kind of a, a big time listener for many many years that didn't really have that just wasn't very I wasn't very political frankly I just yeah. gave it all up for a while yeah and now I, I know I yeah. I after call I
0: mean I was really political in college and then I just got burnt out on it because recognizing that you know again with astrology we kind of look to these transits and we say oh something big is going to happen
1: mm-hmm. for me
0: as a you know pretty you know if I can call my I'm uh, um now I don't even want to label myself like but like as a pretty like you know um, hope radical hopeful radical, you know, like sure.
1: I you know, like I that. really
0: do want radical thinking to prevail. It's like, yes. can we get absurd about it? And again, going back to that movie, I said, yes. can we can we just notice that really we made all this up?
1: Yeah, and really I, nothing
0: actually means anything unless we give it meaning. And absolutely. can we stop for a minute yes. and fucking actually parse this out? And that's why, you know, astrological work and moon work, When you write things down, like you said, you know, these things are important, like get your thoughts out. What do you really think about this? Who do you actually want to be? Are you Mm -hmm. just, you know, going with this cult of personality that, you know, everybody says you need to play this role. This is what moms look like. This is what ladies look like. This is what men look like. This is what cashiers look like. This is what, you know, um, politicians look like. This is what, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so then you step into a, this is what a radical looks like.
1: You know, yeah.
0: and, um, can you, can I, you know, can I just be myself in every moment? That's my, that's been, you know, something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. It's like, can I just be an expressive self and who around me will allow me to do that? And those are the people I want to hang out with more when they meet a new part of me. They're just like, they're not like, that's not very, like no one, no one says to me anymore. Like, that's not very much like you. Cause they have no idea who I'm going to be when they, yeah. the next, cause I'm like, <laughs> Well, I'm a chaos witch so um
1: <laughs> I don't know maybe I am the same I'm I quite, I quite loud and I think you and I have both found ourselves in adulthood surrounded by friends who are just as malleable flexible yeah. curious yeah. interested mm-hmm. and you know we we love each other in a definitely an unconditional way yeah. it's not you know, obviously, all adult relationships are conditioned on whether or not you're treat you're an asshole and I'm an asshole. You know, <laughs> but right. like Beyond I mean, that, sure in the right situation we could both be
0: real great assholes, and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Know, I welcome if that. It, like... Like, if that happens, I'll look to you and I'll
1: be like, oh, "We did it.
0: That did was it.
1: the moment. Like... that was it. <laughs> but beyond that, it's like. Yeah, I think that's that's like attracts like in that regard. So yeah. no, I, that's what I happens love... is the the people in your life who would not allow you to grow and take a you know those yeah, they like, fall away they fall away if you're intentional about your relationships. You know, they do. that was my experience. They just kind of fall away when you are mm-hmm. just like, Yeah. as you move yeah. the energy as also, you know the energy oh but i love i love libra energy i'm a big big fan um right what's, both what's, of our the, are Libras. what's the planet that controls like how you argue and conflict is that mars because yes, whatever yes. that is, thats is, I've got Libra in that. So I yeah, know that I'm the Libra one that's well. constantly doing this whole balance thing of like, well, let's hear about both sides yeah. and let's, let's mediate. I mediate all arguments. I'm like, I look at this next phase and I'm feeling it. And like, I'm just feeling this big time, like cosmic tension, especially around the labor force in the United mm-hmm. States and the yes. economy And like how many more more and more and more more laborers and people are waking up to the fact that so much of the wealth has has been consolidated in the hands of some really uh, scary megalomaniacs. And that we are being, you know, we are all being conned into thinking that this has to be the minimum wage when housing costs this much and consumer goods cause this much and food and gas that are, you know, so I yep. I don't know if there's going to be a heat, like a big, gosh, in my dream world, there would be like a big general strike, but yeah. well, I, I can only, squares. I can only hope and pray for that and, and lend my support to it. I, I kind of try to keep my ear to the ground on local rumblings about things like this and bigger rumblings out there but I'm not seeing anything yeah sounds like people about May first to and was like collective action and just kind of but I'm I'm glad to see a groundswell of a lot of um people in different industries pushing for unionization for yes. themselves too which you know people want to get upset about certain kinds of unions and stuff like that but these are like really small groups of people who just want to stick up for themselves collectively so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean, yeah go for it yeah go for it, for it, folks is- if you were if you're the employees of a starbucks and that's what you guys want and then fucking do it you know i think i think a lot of people are remembering that like without the laborers the oligarchs have nothing yeah And we could all just stop
0: putting us into cult behavior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean we could. I, you know, we could just stop. But I, you know, as we've seen, so many people are—they're very distracted or they're lost in the cult. You know. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still,
0: I am. You know, I mean, we we're lost in the consumption cycle. We're lost in the, you know, in the rinse repeat cycle of you know, paying bills and trying to maintain mental um, health.
1: Yeah. Well, that is a constant thing for folks like you and me. And I think a lot of others out there is when you are kind of conscious, if you've already peered behind the veil yeah, and you're kind of living this duality of like, I am knowingly participating in something that I believe is complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, And I am just doing my best to kind of play along until I can afford to escape right and so then know, like however whatever escape looks like to you I know what it looks like to me and to my friends and stuff and um you know that it's, I think a, a, a lot of us are just biding our cult. time and we you know a lot of us are just biding our time and yeah yeah biding our time but it's not that we're unawares no of the fact that it's all bullshit.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, can you like, like how, do you, how do you, how do you be of like, you know, breaking, breaking roles and seeing if I can get people to break roles And I don't know if I mentioned that, but it's like one of my delightful things. Oh, it's one of the revolutionary things that I do. And I just try and get people to break character if they are in their monotonous world. Yeah. Their name tag. I tell them I, I like, help, like, I, I don't know. I just try and be extra human when those interactions are supposed to be sterile you know it's like yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna involve myself in a sterile society devoid of humanity like even if it gets messy i'm here for it that's you know i i'd rather that i'd rather and that's kind of you know that mars and libra that we both have
1: Mm -hmm. i think that
0: um which is interesting because it's a two-year cycle so we were born yeah but it's like it, it it's, it's important, I think, to, um, see if you can kind of confront some of the things that get a little lazy. And, Mm. um, when, when it comes to our relationships, which is what Libra is really about is relationship, you Mm. know, it's about union, it's about merging with the other. And it, the, sometimes the dark side of that Libra energy can be sacrificing yourself for the relationship making sure that peace at all cost happens and we can see what that's done for us in society we can see that has bred apathy and a distrust of our you know uh, as well as our governments and and everything and well deserved right I mean like
1: (laughs) no what you're bringing up I mean it really calls to me like um something else that I heard on one of these podcasts that I was listening to is that you know when you're like trapped within a, a relationship with like a narcissist or a psychopath which I was <laughs> capitalism for many, is. many many years' <laughs> worst psychopathic narcissism. you are in a cult of two people and that I what I can speak to honestly is that that is those years of my life, ensnared by that person, the people-pleasing that I had learned as a child turned me into somebody who was not living with integrity because by the, you know, pre- short shortly, like, it didn't take too long for the brainwashing to turn me into somebody who was desperately trying to be what this other person needed me to be. So this attitude that I have now of this strength of like, Oh yeah, I'm just who I am. And people fall away. If they don't like it, they can take it or leave it. Well, I'll tell you all of that went out the window once I was ensnared in a cult of two people. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's, that's, I think what happens in all of these cults. That people are getting lost in, whether it's their religion or their sports team or their political party or they're, their neighborhood, they're getting sucked in by, them by them a narcissist. There's always some narcissistic, <laughs> psychopathic leader at the helm of all of these cults that people are falling for. Whether that is, like I said, a political party, a you know, a a, a pop trend. You know, oh, you know, it's there's always some like psychopath or narcissist at the helm of at the head of this cult so well, uh yeah my people pleasing ways are what uh made me vulnerable mm-hmm. to a cult and uh it happened to me it can happen to, it can happen to you. <laughs> and, uh, now and once you're out of it you can you can hopefully be like me and i i've done a very good job of of reclaiming that and getting back to that point in my life where i can honestly say I live my truth and yeah, you can take it or no leave it in cult. and the people who don't love me as I am and I will do my best. I hope that that is, I hope that I learned my lesson and that I will never have to repeat that cycle again. Of, right. Where um, all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I'm in a yeah. cult again. Oh shit.
0: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm joined the cult Have you seen the bit that Maria Bamford does? She's a comic uh-uh and she I'll, I'll send you the link it's so good i'll put it in the show notes maybe too it's like where she she she's in, anyways maria Bantha. oh my god I'll, I'll send it to you um and and link it in the show notes because we talked so much about which i think it's really interesting to consider philosophies as cults right and like yeah um uh society as a cult right and Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. a far jump I'm sure there's books about that shit right like that's not a new idea oh yes so it's like but but to really go down that rabbit hole and consider like when you are in um a place or in a group of people or in an institution and you are being called to sacrifice your own needs wants desires individual freedom for the group mind think and the group mind think produces bullshit okay so here's the thing is if you (laughs) if you're on a team and you like you know if you have like some ideas and everybody's like look you know like okay that's like there's there's one thing to produce good work that is progressive mm-hmm. and play mm-hmm. a team role i think there's something and that's not culty about that right there are not cooperation is what
1: that. you just described yeah yeah totally but it's like but if
0: you're producing bullshit and and it's it's cycling in that way and everyone's kind of suffering in order to play this role that's dictated by that higher up programming um which right. you know the cult of womanhood and the cult of gender, the cult of, um, you know, I just there it's, it's kind of endless and actually, um, pretty terrifying, but this is the way our brains work so we can belong. And if, if you want to look at, you know, some social research around that and how, how society produces that with judgment and shame, like being kind of levers, right. They use shame as a lever, right. Right. Um, Brené Brown wrote a book, um, Oh goodness. She wrote a lot of books, but I think the one is braving the wilderness where she talks about true belonging
1: Mm. and what
0: that means to belong to yourself. And Mm. then again, you enter into the world as yourself Mm -hmm. and you're able to become a a unique and resonant chord in an orchestra of something that is happening Mm. and then becomes, this is how I read it, you know, then becomes something greater, right? This is how we create conscious community instead of a fucking cult. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. 100%. That's so it's so important for me to show up as I am and yeah. kind of not get so uh, people it's about trying of- to shapeshift to yeah. become what I think other people need me to be. Yeah.
0: Um, Which is why we, I think get along so well, cause that's my, yeah. that's definitely what I, I, because I have a tendency to that. I have a lot of uh, mutable you got mutables in your ears. You Tons know, of mutable.
1: Sure. I, I got, a, I got customer a big service, right? to use service I can play the
0: role. Like we're very flexible people.
1: Very but much when so does that
0: come with a
1: price of like well, yeah. Empathy yeah. can, you know, being a very compassionate person makes you yeah. a very good target for a narcissist. Everybody yeah. knows that. Mm-hmm. But because you, <laughs> you can't even you can't even like we can't even fathom what it would be like to walk around with a mind that does not possess the the capacity for love and empathy. Yeah. That's, those are, you remove those from the human condition. And those of us who have know what love and compassion and empathy look like in action. We, we can't even fathom. Yeah. I have no idea. Like in their minds. And so, Yeah. yeah, we become very susceptible to all of this. I don't know. I'm, I'm very grateful that I was given such a, horrific smackdown relatively early in my life so that wow. i can hopefully avoid avoids those trappings again that's kind of how i feel about um, society
0: like i you yeah. know and but i got trapped into the cult of motherhood when i first became a mom yeah and i was over yeah. instead of being you know i became you know um instead of being an activist as i always had been and a writer and an artist and an expressionist and somebody who was like you know I became somebody who overplanned birthday parties and scrapped every single <laughs> moment of my child's life, yeah. as if it's being chronicalized for their funeral. I don't know. Yeah, now, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I enjoy. I was gonna those say pastimes.
1: I, and, I think they're
0: treasures for my son. My yes. daughter doesn't get them because by the time she was born, I was over that. But. But I think, you know, I think about the kind of, con- I think of it like a conveyor belt that I stepped on just thinking like, okay, well, this is the role I'll need to play. And mm-hmm. I had kind of, you know, relented myself to that. And so breaking yes. out of those bubbles over and over again, as it sounds like we both have in our lives, it's a really, that's a muscle. It's a practice to break out of that and say, oh, actually I'm just kind of, wow, I'm just playing along here. Isn't that yeah. interesting? I'm, I've caught myself again.
1: Oh my! Oh yeah! Oh I've yeah! Like I yeah, I'm on. I, I caught myself, yeah, repeating that cycle exactly one more time. Yeah, after uh, escaping the <laughs> ultimate one, and uh, and I'm glad that it only took like a couple of weeks for me to right. go. Right. Oh, yeah. No. Crap. But the time. Oh crap! Here you are again.
0: Yeah, I was in it for, you know, yeah, years, one time, right? it's all a so. work in
1: progress, but uh, it's going well. I'm glad I, I, this, this next cycle that you're talking about though, it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be very comfortable. I know yeah, i this year is not comfortable. very uncomfortable. And I'm I'm saying I don't know if that means that anything is actually going to happen, some mm-hmm. massive upheaval, protest, collapse. Yeah. I don't know. I all I know is that uh, I've been especially tired. Mm -hmm. lately I've been doing a lot of going to bed early but seeming but not waking up any earlier than normal (laughs) so and I'm like actually sleeping too not just like staying up all night watching tv or anything like that Mm -hmm. I just um apparently tired and I've been doing I've been yeah definitely doing a lot of like introspection Mm -hmm. and just kind of yeah yeah well you're in your 12th house yeah.
0: Still, right. Or did you no, you moved into your first, which is I'm in like my
1: first house. And so I'm feeling time. very much like um I have shed a big layer for the year, right? So I am feeling that freshness and newness of my first house but freshness is is also very vulnerable. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that's the thing is like, when you're meeting yourself again, you want to just be with yourself. And that's what they Mm -hmm. say in that book of houses, where it says, you know, when the sun is in your first house of your chart, it's like, take that time alone to meet Mm -hmm. yourself again. Um, And really, so then when you get the opportunity or when it's time, you can speak clearly about your truth. You yeah clearly about your values you can speak clearly about not just to yourself but to other people right it's a feedback loop. Mm-hmm. you can really be clear about how you want to show up and and all of that and this um because you have such a you know you have a pretty like quote unquote typical zodiacal wheel chart right
1: yeah i have a, a chart in the first house and that up. kind of thing so yeah my chart lines up pretty much perfectly with the houses and the seasons. So. Yeah.
0: So it's that's a line for seasonal wisdom too to say this is the time to fortify what it is you're fighting for. And this full moon is helping you to see, well, what is the difference? Who am I alone? Who am I with others? And right. If, and and do those relationships benefit or enrich the kind of person I want to be? Or does it activate maybe parts of myself that feel ashamed for being? Right. who I am and then I start kind of fractalizing and being who I don't want to be
1: right and all right. of a sudden
0: you find you know you kind of you're like oh shit I've done this I'm, I've just abandoned myself in order to fit into some shit that I don't even whatever
1: yeah god kind of <laughs> yeah like I I'm pretty sure that it's actually like some famous person's quote but my dad just used to always tell me that you know character is who you are when you think nobody's watching yeah and you know, I don't know, in, in, I was just kind of talking to, to my child about how I recognize that I discipline or, or maybe some would say don't discipline in a way that other parents discipline. And that I'm actually, I think that I'm a lot like my dad in that way, because that's the kind of stuff my dad would say to me Mm -hmm. to get me to kind of mold and shape my, um, actions was like he never had to to yell at me and get angry, but he could say stuff like that, like you know, ca- your your character is who you are when you think nobody's watching, and it, and right. it, he would just always bring it back to like he just drop some, you know, I can him. I can tell you what's right and what's wrong, but I are he would you know it was like I trust that you know what's right yeah. and what's wrong and that you feel it in your body you feel it so care you know that's on you Lindsay. like my dad never had to be like angry with me he could just say something like that and maybe yeah like you're responsible for yourself what's your deal what's his
0: sign what's your dad's sign
1: i didn't yeah but we also he's also an atheist so he never had the that thing like some parents do right there's no god is watching
0: what is (laughs) what's your dad's sign what's his zodiac sign
1: he's a gemini he's a gemini his son i don't know the rest yeah. of it. but his son well, is Patrick, in gemini
0: like it sounds very le- like libran to some born degree. in
1: 1941 mm-hmm. so he's kind of on a different different you know,
0: generational level too for sure big
1: time different generational level um i think that's like pluto and cancer that would make sense he's very much a tender soul <laughs> so and a perennial optimist
0: my dad my dad's a Libra and he's he used to say stuff like that like Jenny you know um you you know you just like you just have to you just have to choose who you're gonna be around he's like you can't he he always focused on he's like you know if if you want to be a good person you got to surround yourself with yes you know and he's like I can always tell that you are a good person because of who is around you
1: yeah. Um, and
0: by the way, he, I don't know if, I mean, we got into some shit, so I don't know, but like, <laughs> but we also took care of each other in a way, but I always remembered him, you know, he would just kind of say like things like, you know, better than that. Right. He wouldn't, yeah, 100%. He wouldn't really say, you know, he, and that's kind of levering shame, right? Like, you know, better than that. It's like, oh
1: shit, do I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know better <laughs> Right. <than that." laughs> right. Yeah. I guess some people could read that as kind of a guilt trip method, but, (laughs) but I took it as a challenge.
0: I was like, I do know better than that. Actually, this is dangerous territory I'm in and I need to pull myself back from that. Yeah. And
1: I, and I do the same thing with Mm -hmm. my son. So yeah, there was, there was a little compare and contrast with another mom the other day, who's a little more hot tempered than myself. And, um, you know, she's not she's like fine with who she is as a person, and like that's how she parents and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, my my child knows that he's really crossed the line when mom gets real serious. Yeah, my voice gets real calm, yeah, <laughs> and now we're gonna hear about how characters, what you do, yeah, we are when no one's watching. yeah, and that and just like, I can. Whereas, like, what He's getting people, older. Like he's is freaky. watching, but it's like no he's, one's watching. What do you? Nobody's doing? watching. Nobody's watching. But you know what you did. You know.
0: What you did. <laughs> yeah, that's the. By the way, that's very Powell, right? Like, <laughs> quote from the
1: never more. Like you fucking know you did it. You, did you know it. what you live did. With yourself. You gotta live with yourself. I accept that you can tell me whatever you want. Yeah. You know what you did. You know. You know when you're lying. There's a. Yeah. There's a. Yeah, truth. I think that's a lot scarier, just in it my is. opinion and in my experience. Like, my mom was much the yeller. Head. Yeah, my mom was the hot-tempered yeller, and my dad was the exact opposite. Both Gemini's, so of course they're like opposite they're, sides. Yeah, of because eight-point. they
0: can shift that way. They're but
1: like, uh, I, yeah, I, I learned late pretty quickly which one of those two methods I actually resonated with me in the long run and contributed to. Uh, shaping my character yeah so yeah for the better <laughs> well let's wrap this
0: up I'm gonna read yes let read the um the horoscope that I wrote for the full moon just to kind of like anchor that here and yeah. I hope that you all will um have a wonderful full moon and um come check out um paintedgoddess.com or paintedgoddess on instagram Uh, we go, I go live with my, um, friend Marilyn on Tuesdays and pull cards. So if you're looking for guidance or anything like that, we do that every Tuesday at 10. Um, the podcast comes out bi-weekly ish on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. although today is Friday and that's fine because we are living, breathing, dynamic multitudes of beings. And we do what we want, um, as free, free humans floating Mm -hmm. through the universe (laughs) and um, take that very seriously, Um, and what else, what else, oh, I do the Astrologic Lab, if you want to know how to use this stuff, this information, um, and to, to be self-reflective and self-aware, then go to pentagoddess.com, and check out the Astrologic Lab, um, Mm -hmm. and get started right away, there's tons of videos, and workbooks, and different things to help guide you through some of your um, placements in your in your uh, needle chart. And um, it's a fun place. We do live classes every month. And the next one is, I think even Monday. It's very close soon. Mm. So the full moon, 26 degrees of Libra. This is a seriously righteous full moon. Reformation of justice systems, who is in charge of the balance of law and order and what the next level of democracy will mean is all involved. With Pluto squared up pretty tightly to the full moon, and and like we mentioned, um, the eyes to our individual freedoms versus the collective and mutual care is negotiated, or that is negotiated and made into law, is all on the chopping block. This could offer global implications of peace and resolution, but may also be the kind of disillusion. So, if you are seeking to create new ways to engage with your partner, now could be a good time, right? It's time to redraw negotiations, redraw contracts. Um, transform those contracts so that they actually work for you who you Mm want to be not who's Mm -hmm. not the compulsory decision that is made around who you should be in a relationship of any kind right right um uh plan to deepen your care for each other with a ritual that helps uncover any ways that you can grow and change together instead of fighting over the same issues uh juno and aquarius could offer some sweet vibes for finding the ideal companion too if you're solo Um, or self-partnered and um, or to congregate with allies to make plans palace is close in orb to the sun right now and she's going to be conjunct to the sun this weekend at some point too um and so that's pretty amazing um palace is close to that orb so the the diplomatic vibe of this Mm -hmm. full moon is really on point so diplomacy Mm -hmm. renegotiations all that stuff don't waste your time This is my advice. Don't waste your time arguing over little matters. Get to the root of the matter, the core, the seed. Anything less will only create less connection and more chaos. Unless you're into chaos, like, and that's what's needed. (laughs) (laughs) Clarity on what you want when in relationships with others is also a big takeaway. So get clear. What I'm looking from in this relationship is this. Is Mm. that the same as you? Oh no? Cool. Later. Like, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> what I'm looking yes. for in this relationship is, you know, enthusiasm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or whatever. Wow. Well, so that all that. slaps. I love it. Yeah. I love it.
0: I write these and then I just set them down. Um, and then when the time comes, it's like, oh, interesting. So
1: fascinating how that worked wow. out. Hmm. 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 well
0: (laughs) I have much to do you have much to do our listeners probably are like ready to go
1: oh I'm sure they love trying to wrap their heads around your amazing astrological knowledge just as I do I I hope it makes
0: sense ever
1: (laughs) I think it does I you know There's, there is, there is something going on out there and a lot of us are feeling it. I, you know, just a quick, you know, poll check of the people I've talked to this week. We are not alone. No, we are not alone in feeling Mm -hmm. the way that we do. And some of, you know, everything that you just spoke about is, is a great way of kind of contemplating and framing that and going, ah, oh, okay. So this is just the ride we're on. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Accept, accept, accept. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Just All make right. sure you're
0: not on the cult ride.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you're, you're on the cult, contemplation. get off at the next stop. <laughs> We've all fallen for it. We've all, you know, and don't judge others if they're, you know, espousing something and claiming that it's a very deeply held belief of theirs. They may wake up tomorrow and realize that that was preposterous or abusive or wretched. I know, I know I have in, you know, escaping to your your truth and your old versions of myself. I would be. You know, I would be in direct conflict with that person today. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. Be good. Well, to thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm excited thank to you. be able to today. Yes. Yes. Well, all we right. We will
0: see you next time, probably for the new moon in Taurus. Yes. In just a couple right. of weeks. And okay. until then, my until name is Jennifer. Then, I'm Lindsay. And this is the Astrologic Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this or want to share it, please do, please do. Helps uh the algorithm gremlins get this podcast out into the hands of other like minded, which is just like you, who are interested in astrology and philosophy and uh, contemplating the universe. So, I also encourage you to go to paintedgoddess.com and check out what we've got going on. I can do readings for you. You can join the lab and learn it for yourself. I also do in person readings in the Pacific Northwest and would love to hear from you. Thank you so much. I hope to see you next week.